up on today's federal newscast. A member of President Trump's cabinet is hitting the road. How the Treasury Department can improve the website which tracks government spending. And the government could save a boatload of money if it did cut defense spending. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke will be exiting the department at the end of the year. President Trump tweeted the announcement over the weekend. He did not cite a reason. However, Zinke himself tweeted he could not justify spending thousands of dollars defending himself and his family against, quote, false allegations. Cuts to the Health and Human Services Department's telework program could be coming. HHS and the National Treasury Employees Union have been negotiating with the help of a federal mediator, during which HHS submitted an official proposal to limit telework to one day a week and make further decisions about the program without informing the union. OMB finally reveals the update to an 11-year-old cyber policy. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has more. The Office of Management and Budget outlines four possible new approaches for how agencies can secure their Internet gateways. In a new draft policy for the Trusted Internet Connections or TIC initiative, OMB charges DHS with developing use cases for cloud, for remote users, for non-headquarter offices, and for traditional TIC implementations. Under the proposal, agencies would have a year to migrate to the new TIC requirements. The draft policy replaces one from 2007 that many said was making it more difficult for agencies to move to the cloud. I'm Jason Miller. The Postal Service Office of Inspector General is looking to see how efficiently USPS works. The IG will review five years of service metrics for first-class mail, packages, and other products. Last year, the Postal Service improperly reported 2 billion pieces of late mail as being delivered on time. The OIG expects to release its report next July. USAspending.gov could use some improvements. The Government Accountability Office says the site does not offer machine-readable metadata for agency contracts. GAO also recommends Treasury take steps to disclose the sources of data used on the site. The website breaks down more than $4 trillion in annual agency spending. Treasury is required to give a quarterly overview of agency spending through the site. House and Senate lawmakers give the Homeland Security Department official marching orders to develop a more comprehensive way to share sensitive data. The DHS Data Framework Act is heading to President Trump's desk after passing both chambers. The bill codifies an effort at DHS to develop a data framework which brings in all component agency data related to Homeland Security, terrorist information, weapons of mass destruction, and national intelligence into one system. The goal is to alleviate the current process of searching and vetting information against multiple databases with different logins, passwords, and legal restrictions. The Director of National Intelligence is directing all agencies to accept background investigations coming from any authorized adjudicative agency. New guidelines from the ODNI describe how agencies should achieve reciprocity in background investigations and security adjudications. The Federation of American Scientists obtained the new DNI policy. It says agencies should accept most investigations unless the most recent one is over seven years old. Agencies should also not deny any investigation because a polygraph test has not been completed. 
Lowering the defense budget by 5% compared to DOD-developed long-term budget plans could save the government more than $250 billion over 10 years. The estimate comes from a Congressional Budget Office report, which lays out 121 ways the U.S. could reduce its debt. Another option suggests capping military pay increases, which could save more than $17 billion over 10 years. Basic housing allowance for active duty service members will increase by 2.5% in 2019. The Defense Department decides to increase the allowance after studying more than 300 military housing areas across the U.S. DOD will end up paying service members a total of $21 billion to subsidize their housing next year. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.